Welcome to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests and talk about all the characters and worlds we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Zart, and with me today are two people who always have a power that is exactly what they need at the time, Guido <laughs> and Rob. Hello. Hello. So, um, today we're going to be talking about Answer. Do you know who Answer is? No. 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 Okay. This is exciting. This is a a fun one. I really like this character. Um, I I like characters like this, either ones that have random powers of anything, or people who have what's I don't know, metamorphic powers to feet, you know, to be what they need it to be. Um but yeah, but uh but if you were to create a character called Answer, what what would you make? Well, I mean, now that you've said it's any power at any time, I am picturing like a dial H from hero situation, an answer. Although I'm then I'm thinking about like a Nico Minoru, like they need a question, right? Yeah. So they almost have to say a question in order to take on a power or something. Or almost the opposite. Like if I was fighting Pyro, I'd be have Iceman's powers or something like that. Like you're always going to have something that's complementary or contradictory to the person you're battling. Mm. Well, well, to be fair, like it, that's basically it, but it's a lot, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, this is what he looks like. Aha, look at that yeah. shawl cloak. He's, thing. He definitely My shops gosh. at the same store as Baron Zemo. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a bit well, flashier, even believe it yeah. or not. He 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 also shops at Hugo Boss. <laughs> so, which also, why is Hugo Boss allowed to still uh, exist? Why is that still a thing? <laughs> but whatever. Also, why is Fanta still around? There's a lot of things from War II that shouldn't exist anymore. Uh, but you know, we we can't we can't. Uh, apparently, it's never apparently the wrong people won that roar because you know. <laughs> The, the people who are supposed to be gone are still around. Also, Hugo Boss, yeah. I still don't understand why Hugo Boss. Every single time I see a Hugo Boss like ad, I'm just like, why are you still around? <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, so answer. His name is uh, Aaron Nicholson. So, mm. you know, I was hoping for like one of those like punny names there. Yeah, I know. Well, I was just trying to see. It does have the A and the N. So they like, no, that's true. Really close. But like, what, what would you do? What, so if we were trying to make a pun name for him. Like, what would you do? Like, I think Aaron, it like, is okay. But, like, what's the last name? No, it needs to be, like, Andy, so you get the A-N. Oh, it's yeah, okay. A- Andy. Andy Circus. <laughs> so the actor Andy Circus could yeah. actually be the answer. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I can't think of a pun name right now, but I feel like you should have a pun name. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, so, alias is none. Uh, identity is known to the U.S. government. Is a professional criminal, former hitman, and field agent. Uh, U.S. citizen with a criminal record. Don't know his birthplace. Don't know any relatives. A group affiliation um, was with the Hood's Army. Uh, partnered with Sidekick, who is Joe Self. Uh, I don't know who Sidekick is off the top of my head. So um, We don't know his education. 
And his first appearance, and this is partial, but that's I always count the partial ones, um, is Spectacular Spider-Man issue number 91. And I will say I have words about this cover because it feels like fetish art to me somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, <laughs> but you have Black Suit Spider-Man. First off, Black Suit Spider-Man and Black Cat. And they, uh, the blob <laughs> is holding Spider-Man by one arm and Black Cat with the other. And the three of Spider-Man's limbs is sinking into Blob's fat. And uh, yeah, well, because the Blob's is... wearing no clothes also, importantly. I feel like this is fetish art somehow. <laughs> I don't know why. It just feels like it. But whatever. Uh, there's That's a whole genre of Marvel covers. <laughs> but... Uh, but we do have Cover Piece Theater. <laughs> Cover Piece Theater. So, yeah, Spectacular Spider-Man issue number 90. Uh, it came out in June 1984. If it wasn't for bad luck. Uh, and, um, yeah, we described the cover already. Uh, who wants to be the blob? I'll be the blob. Rob, your name rhymes with blob, so go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up, Spider-Man. When the blobs gotcha, you stay got. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, so yeah, it's, yeah, so that's that cover. I don't know why that cover makes me uncomfortable. It does, (laughs) but (laughs) it's, uh, well, and I have to say, I think blobs underwear is what Aaron Nicholson starts to wear as a costume. Probably. They look look remarkably similar. They're both these drapey purple fabrics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But so Aaron Nicholson uh, worked for Kingpin and um, Richard, who is, you know, Kingpin's uh, son, schemer slash Rose slash Blood Rose. Uh, And uh, when they ran a Las Vegas uh, Hydra division, their uh, top hitman had the angle or the answer for every problem. He volunteered to be a test subject for the Kingpin superhuman power pro- project using the latest Harlan Sitwell equi- equipment. Seemingly unchanged, soon discovered the nature of his new powers as he developed a brief super strength to overpower attackers and when and then flight to escape an exploding boiler. Which is just really, I think, which is why I think he should have a pun name. Because honestly, if he has a pun <laughs> name, it makes sense why he has the power to always be whatever, you know, he needs to be at the time. Yeah. But, oh, now this is, now I'm just thinking of all the, the team ups you would do. Like, what do you, well, like, okay, let's say, okay, like Darwin. Okay, Darwin. Um, you know, up against the Hulk, like, l- teleported, you know, at one point. Because, like, you couldn't beat them, beat them at the time. Like, what happens when you put them up against, like, a Hela or something like that? Like, what happens? Yeah. What, Does he become a ghost? <laughs> Does he become a ghost at that time? Like, what, what's he do? No. Yeah, but that's, that's also fun. And the answer's a fun character. A real fun character. I feel like the answer should be in a lot more things, especially Spider-Man stuff, because yeah. I feel like you'd have a lot of fun adventures with them. Um but uh, but yeah, so as the answer, he served as a kingpin in multiple plots against Spider-Man and the Black Cat. He stole the seeming corpse of the cyborg Silvermane to use for and to use it as a potential assassin. 
and that and by the way, Silvermane's the the cyborg with the old guy head. Yes, they, they oh, yeah, yeah. Bo- cyborg yeah. body, not his old man body that died. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I always love that design. He's just got the heart in the middle of the cyborg. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he reasoned that the vigilante uh, daggers, light power could cure the ill Vanessa Fisk, and even sacrifice his own life force to restore dagger's power. Though she like refused to help the kingpin. So, I mean, makes sense. Uh, uh, he left a discorporated, left a discorporated, uh, unconscious light being. The answer he gained, uh, awareness during the implosion of the multiverse matrix, uh, caused by, uh, Captain Britain. Uh, when Captain Britain, uh, destroyed Merlin's multiversal lighthouse tower. Seeking answers to his uh, non-corporealness, he contacted Doc Ock via a computer chip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you could you could tell when this was placed. This was that <laughs> sentence. Uh, contacted Doc Ock through a computer chip that uh, Doc Ock used to control his adamantium arms. Uh, Octopus duped a would-be scientist uh, guardsman into creating a machine to restore uh, a the answer's form. And then uh, Doc Ock controlled the answer via their mental link to force him to complete their agreement to arrange Doc Ock's release and restore his robot arms. I think that was when they said Doc Ock just always has mental control of his arms no matter where they're at. Right. I want to say that's when that happened. Um, like, they had a weird thing where he could control metal with his mind after uh, for a little bit, but kind of dropped it. But yeah. The answer eventually generated an interference field uh, against Doc Ock's influence and fought him, but dividing his power thusly rever- uh, resulted in answer's defeat and subsequent arrest. Um, sent to the raft, he escaped during the big breakout, despite the efforts of the new uh, future New Avengers. When the Kingpins, with the Kingpin out of action, answer returned uh, and attempted to impress the Owl. By robbing Banks with the help of his uh, new sidekick, sidekick, which I don't know, I don't, I feel like you should do something more than just the name sidekick. <laughs> uh, like, there's so many words you could literally just choose a random object and call yourself that. But, uh, but he was confronted by uh, a new vigilante toxin, and this, I think, this was the cop that got Carnage's right. uh, baby. Um, who offered to let him go if he could help him with his current problem. And being former police um, officer uh, bonded to a dangerous alien symbi- uh, symbiote. Uh, not liking Answer's solution to, well, to kill himself, Toxin sent the answer back to the raft. I mean, okay. I'm, I'm not saying that should have been, but that was <laughs> technically an answer. <laughs> and it would have worked. No, it wouldn't have. No, King and Black proved that wrong. But it would have worked for the most part until Noel came back to Earth. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so at some point, Nich- uh, Nicholson dated the organic uh, computer head Ruby Tuesday, uh, who left him heartbroken. Of course she does. She has a trail <laughs> of broken hearts. Just always behind her. You can't look at that round Ruby head of hers. <laughs> no, no, one, no one can resist Ruby Thursday. Uh, uh, while dallying with the sisters of uh, Sin, the answer contract 
that was contacted by Ruby, who convinced him to help her access AIM's uh, procurement budget. This led AIM to send Bullseye to target Ruby via the answer, and the answer let Bullseye decapitate her in exchange for allowing, for, for being allowed to keep her head, hoping to restore her and rekindle her old affair. Okay, never mind. He's a creep. <laughs> yeah, he's okay. speaking of fetishism, I think that goes yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ruby, Ruby went her own way upon recovering, and the answer joined with the gang leader Hammerhead during the Civil War. Uh, but the meeting was uh, routed by Shield, and Answer was poisoned by Punisher while attending Stiltman's Wake, but recovered and later joined the Hood supervillain army. The answer and sidekick occasionally uh, attends the uh, Manhattan bar with no name. So, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, besides him being a creep, I mean, I mean, fun, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he seems like he should be one of like a really powerful character. It's odd that he's often been relegated to kind of glorified henchmen many times because like he should have some pretty amazing powers. Yeah, definitely potential. Okay, but he... Okay, so we'll get to his stuff a little bit later, but, like, he is actually, like, perfect for being, like, the number two for an organization. Because, like, he's not powerful enough to, like, outright just be like, I'm I'm the captain now, like, at any point. But he is powerful enough to not get killed on a regular basis. Which is why Wilson Fisk, you know, kept him around for a while. Um... But but yeah, so okay, so he's six foot, uh, brown hair, oh well, brown eyes, black hair, sometimes dyed blonde. Feels like that was actually <laughs> a uh, coloring error at one point. Yeah, I agree. Uh, black hair, uh, sometimes dyed blonde. That's pretty extreme. Yeah, and uh, weighs one seventy five. He would be a stick. Yeah, I know he weighs less than uh, another character we talked about in another episode, who is five six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I would just—I'm just gonna say—they um, used to put the weights way too high for the dudes. This book massively puts them underweight. <laughs> if you're six foot tall, one seventy would make you a beanpole, and he is way yeah. too muscly for that. He should be at least two hundred thirty <laughs> to two hundred fifty. Um, and that's if he's not muscly. That's just like if he's just like a normal ass dude. <laughs> but, uh, but, but yeah, so I, I do really like these, uh, the home, home, the home, I can never say the, the handbooks, the way, and I don't think they're meant to be snarky. I don't think they're meant to be snarky, but it always reads like it. Like whenever they have to cover like a storyline or like a character where someone completely does something completely different with them, but it's supposed to be the same character be like, somehow this person got powers and then they just lost it. You know, before this, um, oh man, I have to go back. There was a really, really good one that I forgot how snide it was. There was one. I'll, I'll, I'll eventually remember it. But, but yeah. So, so his powers are the answer to whatever he needs to resolve any given uh, situation. He usually develops one or two powers at a time. He's shown superhuman strength, super speed, and durability, as well as flight, force field formation, enhanced senses, and you know, and whatnot. This can be a conscious effort, such as enhancing his hearing to hear uh, distance activities or um, or unconscious as his body uh, like responds to stress. It usually comes out instantaneously. 
but he occasionally is taken by surprise before he can adapt. Uh, flight seems to be something he gets like almost continuously. Uh, his uh, costume is designed to be frictionless, except for his boot soles and glove palms, preventing <laughs> adherence to uh, like with Spider-Man's uh, webbing, which is honestly just a smart move in general. Yeah, I'm confused though why it's so drapey. Like, it, well, it's because he has it to looks fly like he's got curtains under his arms. Yeah, fly, yeah. He flies um, almost all the time, which which as much as I hate to say, flight is a good answer to a lot of problems like, oh, I'm out of money right now for this thing. I'm going to fly away now. What are they going to do? What are they gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, uh, but also, I'm glad that he took the uh, a, a page out of uh, my favorite uh, Z-list. I don't even know Z-list, probably, but slide. The guy who made just really good lube, it was just like, I'm going to be a villain now. Oh, I don't know him. Yeah, it's just Slide. He's a Spider-Man villain. He gets around by sliding on his on his feet with his like experimental <laughs> lubrication. He really feels like a member of like Flash's rogues gallery. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah, or like, uh, with, like or in the Watchmen TV series. There's oh, the yes. Lube the lube man. Yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, but yeah, so. I mean, okay. Here's the thing: frictionless is good, but also like I don't. I feel like that wouldn't feel great on your legs or something. Like, like it's always moving around. Like, what about the belt <laughs> situation? Like, is it just like is is this like wait? Because like that seems like a onesie. Is it? <laughs> no, he might have tights on. Yeah, I think he has a tunic over tights. I think this one. Yeah, but the, I, the, I just. Yeah, the waist area, I think, might be concealing a, a two-piece. Yeah, but I just feel like I feel like a completely frictionless suit is not a good idea. But, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, so he's highly intelligent and can mentally determine the answer to many problems without using his powers. He can analyze uh, data, scientific, legal, physical, etc., and rapidly determine solutions. He is proven fiercely loyal, at least to the kingpin, putting his employer's desire before his own. That's why he's not a, his own villain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it feels like you'd be paired well with the Absorbing Man because their powers kind of complement each other. And the Absorbing Man's also kind of a second banana kind of character. Mm -hmm. I, I'm surprised I, they haven't really been together. I would say, because if we were to... Okay, so if we were to team him up with someone besides sidekick who you know is i don't even know what they are i should probably look them up real quick uh but uh, they're not see. clickable sidekick is not even clickable on marvelfandom.com so i don't know how um, okay <laughs> well must really not be a character then uh i'm trying to see on comic vine to see if anything uh, comes up well they don't even mention sidekick on 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 a comic vine. So, uh, but if you were to pair him up with like uh, another person, like wh who would you do? Because I feel like having someone who's like real, real, at least like, you know, cunning, you know, but, you know, on the spot would be like a good partner to have. Um, I'm trying to think right now. For some reason, I want to say I keep on wanting to say Darwin, but that's just because I'm thinking of the the generation hope right now and darwin has the same thing going on really yeah i'm not 
I'm not sure. I'm blanking. I'm blanking right now. Mostly I don't know. He seems to have been with, you know, gang bosses like the Owl and Hammerhead who have like one kind of power but aren't really super special. I uh, I don't know. Almost someone like the leader comes to mind, someone who's like super hyper intelligent. But I still would love to see him with Absorbing Man, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be fun to have around. I just can't think of I can't put him in a situation right now and I think that's just because I am I'm hungry. That's probably why I'm a little hungry. That's why. Uh, uh, you need yes. the answer's powers because you can't yeah. come up with an answer. Yeah. If if the answer was hungry, would he suddenly feel full? Probably. <laughs> he'd probably get the. He'd probably be like, "Man, I'm hungry," and then he has the ability to photosynthesize or something. Yeah, I think he, this guy has some of the best powers in like all nope. of you know comic book them no no he definitely does like okay like two of the people who has the most practical powers is going to be taskmaster and him yeah taskmaster you can do like okay i need to learn that's a good pairing right there oh that would be but but because you've got the strategic like i can i can learn from you and then you've got the like just really raw power potential of like i just can manifest whatever i need to to respond to you the so. thing is, though, you can't break up Blanca and Taskmaster because they're best friends. That's what I. That's what really what I want, like now. And I don't know how to manifest this into the world, but I want like another secret Avengers thing made up of like mercenary types that aren't technically bad and stuff. Mostly just because yeah. I want a Taskmaster-led team where he's the good guy. Because yeah. like. I could see that working because like Chikala would pay him to do it. Like he's not above doing kind of shady stuff. So yeah. like, I think that would be cool. Uh, so yeah, but, uh, but yeah, so it's, it's uh, trivia time. Hey, did you, did you remember anything I just told you about? Okay. So who had mental control over the answer for a brief amount of time? Dr. Octopus. You got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, sometimes I wish they had, uh, like, you know, recommended reading or whatever on these. I, that's what I always wish those in- entries had. Yeah. Key stories and stuff like, like that. Like key stories or something. Yeah, because it'd be nice. Because, like, you can always go from the beginning. But, like, what if, they're, what if they just kind of jump around stuff, you know? Yeah. But... It would be cool, because sometimes it's hard for me to find the storylines that I want to read after reading this. But uh, but yeah, besides uh, besides that, do you have anything else you want to say about uh, him before we uh, go on to the next one? No, I'm just shocked that I've never heard of this character. I was a villain's guy. I was especially a Spider-Man's yeah. villain's guy. And this this character definitely escaped me, which I guess shows how well used they were for a while. Yeah. Yeah. They, I think they're mostly a background character now. I really think that they should be used. The answer would be, okay, now I'm trying to build my my team of technically not bad guys. And yeah. <laughs> Taskmaster and him would definitely be on it. Black Ant is definitely a bad guy, though, but we can fudge some things and have him on the team because Black Ant and, you know, Ta- Black Ant and Taskmaster, like, you know, they're, they're such good friends. They're cute together. I like it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, uh, but yeah, so yeah, there's not much else I can say. Do, do you want to do your, uh, do you want to do your plugs again, please? 
Sure. Well, we are Rob and Guido from the Deer Watchers podcast. We explore the comics multiverses and comics omniverses, and we've had over 50 episodes so there's lots to check out you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts or follow us on twitter at deer watchers yes uh all my links and stuff are in the description of the show and you can also uh find the people we are talking about at alphabet flight on twitter instagram and also you can also find the link to where uh my patreon is where you can you know give maybe give me a couple couple bucks That'd be nice. Uh, this has been Alphabet Flight, and may Conchu protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Mm-hmm.